This is the Insurance Buzz, and we are your host, Michael and Courtney Weaver. We coach insurance professionals, business owners, and people just like you every day on how to live a life and have a business you are excited about. Here on the Insurance Buzz, we share the wins, the losses, and everything in between that comes with being married business partners, training in the insurance space, and growing our business side by side. We also connect with other business owners and leaders making their mark in the world and hopefully inspire you to make yours. We have a highlight episode for you today. These are our highlights and golden nuggets from our most downloaded episodes from this year. Today's topic, life insurance. With that being said, let's start the show. For those agents out there, peers in the industry that are struggling, that don't know how to get started, they're just not producing Mm -hmm. the life, either policies or premium Mm -hmm. they want. If you had one or two areas of suggestion that you're like, hey, if you go and implement this right away, you will see results, what would you say? Yeah. Uh, Okay, so three three things. So three big things. One we've already talked about a lot. I'm not going to harp back on it, but it's my morning routine uh, from 10 to 12. Get your life clean. Get your shit together. Get the things done that you know you need to get done. Quit putting them off. Get it all done so you can have the bandwidth to like the brain energy, the focus, the ability to separate yourself from all the worthless things that you do with your time. Mm. And that can go for anybody in any industry at doing anything at all. That can go for a, 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 a house, you know, a homemaker that is, you know, spending their time doing worthless stuff all day long. Get it out of the way. We all have things that we have to do that we don't want to do. Get them done. Get them done, get them done, get them done in the morning so you have the afternoon to, to do things that like are, are worth what you're worth per hour. Yep. So that's the number one thing because the, the, you're making an excuse of saying, well, I can't talk to people, I can't have appointments, I don't know what to do, I don't have anybody to call, blah, 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 blah. And you're filling all, those, all that time that you could be doing those things with worthless tasks that you should have done this morning. And if you get ahead of it now, you won't have that, you won't have that keep following up. Okay, so there's the first um, the, the second thing is you be so selective about who you meet with and ask and, 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 and let them know two things. Look, I think that you should meet with me. I think that I should show you what I do with my money, or I think that we should at least have a conversation about your finances. Um, but, 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 but. If you're already working with somebody or you don't have any interest at all, I'm a big boy. Tell me, you can tell me, and I will not be mad because we spend so much time trying to steal customers from someone else. I'm the biggest customer of my customers. Yeah. So where am I trying? If, if they have a good relationship, so let's say I'm meeting with you, Michael, and, and, and you're meeting with XYZ, right? Or you're already with XYZ, advisor company, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to say, hey, if you're not working with anybody now, I'd love to show you what I do. And if you say, oh, I work with John or I work with Susie down at XYZ Company, I'm going to ask one question. I'm going to say, well, do you like them? Do you have a good relationship with them? Are you pretty satisfied? And if you say yes, I'm going to say, thanks. Thanks for your time. Stay with them if they ever retire or things ever change or they leave or whatever. Know that I offer those same services and I'd love to help. And I will never bring it up again. 
<laughs> or I'll say like, hey, or if you have no interest, if you don't want to do this at all, just tell me. That's fine too. Like get the no out of the way so early instead of like spending an hour and a half with this person and they didn't want to listen to your loud mouth anyway and they're never going to call you back. Yep. You know, and now you've wasted your time. You know? So get your life in order. Get your life in order. Be very selective with the people that you meet with and give them an out. Give them an out. If they don't want to meet with you, tell them, hey, if you don't want to meet with me, tell me. If you have no interest in trying to get your finances in order or me as a professional showing you what I do with my money, then that's totally fine. But tell me now. Don't tell me two weeks from now when I stalk you like a crazy ex-boyfriend. Yeah, like yeah. I don't, I don't want to live in that world. <laughs> so that I think those two things, and then lastly, uh, I think that we do a terrible uh, job. And this is anything, it's regardless of what you're putting money into, whether it be uh, some type of equity product, whether it be some type of annuity, whether it be some type of cash value insurance plan, whether it be some type of whatever it is. Okay, a muni bond fund. I don't, I don't care. I think we do a terrible job of, of we, we try to sell, a, we, we get all hyped up on a product, whatever this product is. And there's a lot of great products out there. So when anybody listening that's not in the insurance world, when somebody tries to sell you a product that doesn't, it's nothing bad. That could be a really dope ass product that would really benefit you in your life. You know, but we get all hyped up on a product and we try to sell that product and pray to God that the customer can afford it. Instead of figuring out what the customer can afford and then fitting it into a product. So I spend the entire, like uh, most of my conversations with customers is realizing where they are currently in their financial life. What do they have saved? What's in retirement? What's in 401k? Do they have a work plan? Do they have any stupid debt, student debt or credit card debt? Or do they have too much house that they can afford or too much cars they can afford? Or are they great with their money? Are they super frugal and it's all sitting and rotten in some like money market account and really not doing anything for them? Or are they overfunding a retirement plan and underfunding here? Right, right, right. So I'm spending a majority of my time not selling a product, but learning about their financial world. And then I'm establishing a budget with them of before I show you XYZ product, I need to know what your need is. And the only way that I can know what your need is, is I need to know what your financial world looks like. If you could write more life insurance in just five days than you have the entire year, would you? Great news. The wait list for our 30 life policies and five days life insurance challenge is now open. This challenge is an absolute game changer. It's designed with you in mind, equipping you to write more life insurance policies in just five days than most producers and offices do in an entire year. You'll learn the importance of time blocking, how to streamline your sales conversation to include life insurance in every single conversation. Learn how to take the service transaction opportunities and turn them into sales opportunities where you actually help the customer. And get this, by signing up, you gain access to free resources worth thousands, a life insurance roadmap and playbook, word tracks, scripts, how to overcome the most common objections you get in life insurance sales, direct text access to me during the challenge, and live coaching and training every single day of the challenge to keep you motivated, 
on pace and you even have lifetime access to all the materials. Look, I've been in your seat and I've trained over 10,000 insurance professionals all over the country for the past decade. And I've crafted this incredible five-day challenge just for you. This is your chance to take your business to the next level. This is your chance to finish the year strong. So take action. Join the 30 and 5 challenge waitlist today so you're notified of early bird discounts and when the car opens up because it will sell out. Check out our website or click on the link below in our show notes and feel free to text me directly 816-727-7610 and include hashtag 30life to get on the waitlist today. Now, let's get back to the show. In the insurance profession, there are so many products. There's different promotions. There's different things to focus on. And that is really where we all kind of can start to spiral because yeah. it's just the scattered energy of like, what do I focus on? When do I focus? And then that trickles down into our teams because then they're going, well, how do I even win? So I love that your non-negotiables are your quotes and your your life conversations, your pivots into it's financial simple. services. Three Kingsmen, Auto mm-hmm. Fire Life. You do that as an insurance professional, you crush it. So you're you're knocking out of the park. So let's get into January. Let's get into January, where everything changes always. Everyone gets to re- <laughs> flip the switch in January. So you crushed it. Like you you all wrote 30 life, 16,000 in premium. We do the 30 life and five days challenge every year, multiple times a year for territories. And statistically around 83, 84% of participants will write 20 or more, but very small percentage. Okay. will do 30 plus. So they get close, but 30 plus and you did it. You crushed it. You continued to crush it. So what did you learn during the five days is where I'd like to start. Like, what did you learn during that challenge or your team even? Right. Yeah. I mean, I learned that, you know, having having a laser focus and high energy and positive attitude, like there's nothing that you can't do if you've got that. Um, if you've got a team with that kind of mindset, then there's nothing you can't do. Um you know, we've never had a run like that before. We've had some really good months, but that's, that's a run like we haven't been on. Um, and you know, part of that too is, um, you know, we've ran lists before and contacted our current customers, but, um, you know, I try to be a little bit careful about how much we do that for sure. Um, you know, but that was a, that was a big key too, because, you know, there have been a lot of, well, I started with an assignment, right? And yes, we've reached out to all of them at some point. Um, but you know, that was a, that was quite a few of our customers that we actually made contact with during that. Um, and so that was, that was a big deal to be able to do that. Um, and then, you know, having, having like a, a set out plan of like how to actually attack it, you know, anytime I've ever ran a list for my team before, it's been, Hey, we're going to do this one, you know, and then, but having them, you know, having the four lined out, how to attack it, the word tracks, everything like that, that was super beneficial. When you, when you're bringing someone new in to your, to your agency, like what kind of environment are you bringing them into? Like what's, what's the standard? What's the norm for whenever they're starting new? Um, because for a new, cause I did have someone who was relatively new during this for them to come in and see that. Like that's normal, you know, what we did in January is obviously we celebrate it and it's a huge deal, but 
like that's a normal thing. Like that type of production is just what we do. Um, and so that, that's something that I learned too. Um, always, always to be thinking about like what, if you're, if you're bringing somebody new in, what, what environment are you bringing them into? Yeah. I mean, I think part of it is, um, you know, I brought some lists in from current customers. Um, but I actually had my team, like I said, they're fairly new six months in a year, go back to the customers that they wrote. You know, maybe they didn't have success either having that conversation or never brought it up. Um, you know, and they brought it up and I bet we had five to 10 people that we wrote in the last year that said, Hey, yeah, you know what? I was always thinking about getting it or, um, you know, I needed a starter plan or, you know, we presented a starter plan to them. It made sense to them to, you know, get something going now. So they're insurable. You know, you can't guarantee that down in the future. I can't guarantee the price won't go up on you later for sure. Um, so yeah, I mean, a lot of customers, previous customers, current customers, um, so start off, you know, list current customers, previous customers. Uh, and then again, like I said, delegating to my team, um, we did a call night on Monday. So that's when Monday night is when we had the biggest success. Um, we're usually here till seven o'clock anyway. So I, we made our focus instead of, you know, making outbound calls for auto and home insurance, it was only life. So we, we called from all day basically, but we stayed till about eight o'clock on Monday night just to make sure we got two more to get to that 10. Like we were at eight, like, Hey, how do we get to 10? We got to get 10. We got to get two more. Let's get double digits. Um, so everyone's, you know, chomping at the bit. Let's get two more. Um, we got two more and then we were here till eight o'clock, but it was all worth, you know, the worth the reward. So kind of did what came at me. I didn't like go. I didn't like, if I wanted to eat more, I didn't go hunt more. You know what I'm saying? I just Mm kind of stayed in the same routine that I was used to. I didn't turn it up. So that first year, full-time year, um, I did okay. I used to like, I don't know. First time I cracked six figures. I just cracked it. Like just made over a little bit over a hundred grand. But in my world, that's not earth shattering. You know what I mean? So it's Mm -hmm. like, it's not like I was like, look at this guy, top of leaderboards. I wasn't that guy. You know, it's like, okay. So someone made a hundred grand selling life insurance. It wasn't, wasn't inordinate. Um, but I started getting closer to the people who are making like three, four five, 600 selling. And I just started, I started attending more meetings, going to more events, building relationships with people, asking questions. And I found out people who are really good that have the answers. They're actually even better at asking questions. So then they would ask their, my, I'd ask them a question. They'd answer it with a question to me. And I'm like, this is kind of tricky trickery here. Like what is happening? <laughs> And it, it helped me self-discover that I was, they helped me self-discover that I was really the problem, you know, and at its core, what I learned that first full-time year in the business is the ones that were elite, like the top 5% of agents that any of y'all watch and see it, across the board, they work more. Honestly, that was really it. That was the like commonality between all of them because they all had different stories and backgrounds and lead types and preferences and phone scripts and in-home styles and personality, they were all different. You know, maybe a lot of the structure was the same, but they were very different people from one another. But at its core, they were outworking people. And so that that second full-time year, I um, I had a guy say to me once when I was asking him questions, because he was, he was talking about activity. And uh, I was like, yeah, I get it, but what about this? And I would, I would kind of ignore him and say, but yeah, but what about, what about the lead? What about the script? What about, what do you say with this objection? You know? And he, so he asked me how many appointments I was running 
And uh, at the time, it was like 40 a month. So I'd see like a schedule, like 10, 10 appointments a week, which in my world is almost nothing. And he laughed in my face, like literally laughed, like laughed at me. And I was like, all right, now keep in mind, this guy opened our main event. Like he's the main speaker at our <laughs> event. You know what I mean? I had like an opportunity to tell He laughed him like, all right, I guess that wasn't the right answer, huh, bro? He's like, it definitely is not. And so I was like, well, how many do you run? And he said 90 plus plus. He, this is by text. So I left that and I went home, got his number and I texted him. It took me two days to realize, like to ask him how many he runs. So I asked him how many appointments he runs. He texts me back and he says 90 plus plus plus. And I was like, dude's doing like two and a half times more work than I am. He has little kids just like I do. He has a story just like I do. He's in the same business with the same license, with the same carriers, with the same lead. You know what I mean? Like we're in the same world. And that hit me like a ton of bricks. And he said to me, why do you expect my result with your work ethic? Thanks for listening to this episode of The Insurance Buzz. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, and leave a rating and review. If you want to take your insurance agency to the next level and join our community, simply check out Weaver Sales Academy at www.weaversa.com. Again, that's www.weaversa.com or visit the show notes on our new and current programs we have available exclusively for you. As always, time is the most valuable and important asset that we all have And I appreciate you spending it with me. See you on the next episode.